Welcome everyone, I'm Anu. I'm Sumit. And, and we, we are, are the Cyber, Cyber siblings. siblings. Hello, hello everyone. And we're back again for another session of Protecting Yourself from Scams. In today's episode, we are talking all things crypto and what kind of crypto scams are out there. It has actually been interesting. Like um, one thing I've been reading a lot about is scams around crypto in terms of around the world. And it's been interesting to see that in India and Singapore, there's been a lot of crypto scams. Whereas in Australia, it was more last year that we saw ASIC and the regulators and um, the government sort of talking about concerns and the trend. And so I kind of, I'm wondering what's driving that. Why the change between, why is it suddenly more prompt over that's, in Asia right now? Yeah, that's interesting. I thought it was, I guess I never really picked up on any waves from what I've just been seeing is it's, it's mainly been, you know, as soon as the price of Bitcoin goes up, then everyone um, <laughs> sort of goes up and down. I never really picked up any specifics in terms of countries or uh, well, what have you been seeing? Um, well, so the interesting part is that the scams are around the fact that it's they're using a legit name, so a well-known name of a company that we all know, and it's a known digital currency. But they end up using this fake website or fake investment platform that sort of mirrors and looks alike. So as a savvy investor or a good professional, just an everyday citizen, if you've seen and know a brand and you've heard about a Mm -hmm. currency, you think it's legit. But because the platform and website is fake, then people are losing money. Their personal data is um, uh, being lost as well. So there's been a lot, yeah. So why why the trend, like in terms of why is it now Asia Pacific more than it was sort of, I guess, your uh, Europe and Middle East or the US and America's region? I, I don't know. Like I'm the one theory I had was like, could it be that like last year, the COVID situation, but it was the same everywhere. So I'm not really sure, but it's been really interesting reading about um, so more spike, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's an interesting point. I think as more um, there would be investment vehicles, like you said, during COVID, so yeah. people were looking at alternatives. Quick, um, it quick could also be money. like a bit of wealth transition. What's actually happening, and maybe like the Asia Pacific markets are getting more um, digital savvy and getting into cryptocurrencies. So that's an interesting, but it's interesting you mentioned uh, like when you know your well-known banks and um, or well-known companies. Yeah, you trust so, them. Yeah, so is, is it always then like the crypto variations or the scams that you see, are they always like or we're looking at investments or is it always um, an investment scheme or? It seems to be like always about giving, handing over money. So you're buying into some kind of currency or some, investment type to make money right and it's always they're asking to make the payment in some form of cryptocurrency yeah or you're buying that kind of cryptocurrency but you're basically handing over money and so as an everyday citizen you're going well if i want to make more money cost of living is rising so then okay well i'll i'll hand over my money to a trusted brand to make a better return Return on investment. Gotcha. So it is pretty much like the whole investments, get rich quick schemes and all that. Something, things that we're usually we've seen in the financial services sector or just generally people here, here you can make money, but now it's just being underpinned by crypto. 
Correct. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. No, it's interesting. So even things like phishing and all these phishing scams or, um, hey, we need you to remit this money from here to here. It's exactly the same then, but it's opt into this cryptocurrency or make payments with this cryptocurrency. Yes. And one thing that I've been hearing and seeing a lot around is this uh, thing called airdropping. And I was going to actually ask, like, so have you heard oh, or seen yeah. like how that fits into the scams? It hasn't really been explained per se, but it seems to be really coming yeah. up in all of this stuff. That's a very interesting point. You see, airdropping is not is not a scam per se. Airdropping is totally legitimate. Um, so the, the concept of airdropping for us, um, any of our listeners as well um, out there, um, think about it this way, when um, you want to launch a new cryptocurrency, let's call it, um, I don't know, uh, Zcoin or Zcoin or whatever you want to call it, right? And if you launch Zcoin, how likely is it that people out there are actually going to know about it? Yeah. So we know, Unlikely, Bit- we, yeah. we know Bitcoin, we know Ethereum, yep. um, we know Litecoin, but if you launch something, it's, it's quite a flooded market, right? Yep. So how do you get that awareness out there? So our marketing strategy is you airdrop. So you put tiny amounts of your coin into other people's wallets. Oh, wow. Right? And in that way, when someone receives that, and so you usually do this before an ICO or an initial coin offering, right? So before you want to list. So in order to get that hype up, right, you're putting peop- um, coins in people's wallets, small amounts, right? Yeah. And then that's a way of getting awareness of that coin. So you're so almost then, tapping into yeah. maybe some influencers, some people that yeah, have got could. a lot of followers yeah, and by giving them a few free. Yeah, it can be free or there is another variation. And the definition is a bit gray on this. Um, airdropping also does include, and this is just my opinion, it also does include where you drop it in um, on the condition that you promote it. So say on Instagram, you go, you post about this or you make five tweets about this and then we'll give you this small amount of oh, money. Wow. So it's kind of like, it's an easy way to market it, right? Yep. And it's a good marketing strategy. I mean, it's the fastest way to get out there by actually getting people to adopt the coin because if you're forcing it into their wallets. Now, the question here, here really comes is, it's not a scam per se. It is still a, um, a legitimate marketing purpose. Yeah. However, I reckon it's more about that other thing where, you know, how you were saying, get rich quick schemes. So, you know how we hear about all these pump and dump schemes. If you can get people to just um, massively adopt that new Z coin or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you make a killing out of like the price rise and then you sell it and you dump it. Yeah. Then all the other people are stuck with worthless coins. True. but So, that's where the airdropping and this is where a lot of... Um, uh, a lot of governments and treasury departments um, also asked for it. And we actually even um, put in a paper for that when the Australian government was asking, you know, should airdropping be banned? Well, I was going to say there's been cases overseas where influencers have on yes. social media yes. been saying, yep, exactly. oh, I just bought into this cryptocurrency or I just tried this. It's yes. amazing. And it's kind of like, well, you're giving advice or you are saying something knowing that your followers are going to believe it. Yeah. But you haven't disclosed that you have an affiliation and you're getting paid for exactly. it or there's a benefit. Exactly. exactly. And I think it's just more about the transparency and the disclosure. There is, it's a totally legitimate way of marketing. Yeah. No doubt about it. I think it's just more about the transparency or if people start abusing it, 
that's where you know it can get into that sort of scam territory because you're getting if you're doing it purely for the pump and dump reason you know look we're just going to inflate the price and we're going to dump it and we're just going to take the profit to ourselves then you're getting to that scam territory but there are others i don't want to discredit like there's so many people out there that are using it for legitimate purposes because how else are they going to get that sort of thing no that's but, fair enough so if airdropping that was really coming through a fair bit um in the various things the other one that i was really reading about was the uh, romance the relationship the that side of things yeah. and, and what i was finding interesting was that there is these schemes it's like we talked about in the last episode around scams where you don't just open the door to unknown people you don't pick up the phone yeah. for unknown people this scam is really playing on building a relationship or starting a romantic relationship so these crypto scams are actually coming through social media or online right, dating right right so is this the whole pig butchering exactly concept? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. so i'm like for me the big one is like um a bollywood movie yeah. like um ladies versus ricky bell where he as the guy he's the scammer he basically pumps out money from all these different girls he meets and it's through social media it's in person um but he also gets them to use money in a certain way spend it on him and so it's not an unknown person it's someone who is right, playing right. on the emotions it's it's kind of like feather movie another bollywood movie yeah, um a, where the girl one. is actually basically uh building the relationship yeah. with the guy to get him to actually do something yeah, she's ensnaring um shahid kapoor that's exactly and, yeah he's yeah. the one that ends up taking the hit and for... i think that's the thing with the cryptocurrency that we need all to be so aware of is that it's not an unknown person it's probably someone you know or've recently gotten to know that's either pressurizing you or suggesting oh well if we're going to build a relationship and oh. future together let's make some money and i've heard about this scheme so hang on so this is okay that's an interesting one so it's not really the um the con artist or the one that's scamming they're not saying hey send me 500 bitcoin or send me no. this money yeah they're getting you to invest so that they we can have a prosperous relationship. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, and that's and they're sneaky. getting kickbacks or they're part of this scheme or gang of people but that relationship angle I think we we need all to be so aware of that that's where the crypto scam is really rising. So let me just get my head around this. This would be someone's gone in um on a dating platform and then they're like they've gotten to know each other after a few conversations and then they're like well you know what hey if we're going to settle down we need to actually be financially sound um let's do some investments together and then he or she is promoting this other cryptocurrency that's pretty much promoted as a get rich quick yep and they're probably doing the pump and dump so they're not getting it directly that's oh that's that's like there's a lot of um hollywood movies that you can relate where you know they yep. when they're trying to funnel money or channel money right then they'll never say hey send it to us you know just just pay it to that other person because they'll collect it from that person later yeah so for me i think the one thing i oh, really sneaky. yeah that's yeah that's been an eye opener just that relationship side but i was interested in getting your thoughts on like what have you seen with the crypto like in terms of the scams yeah. around this 
Yeah, well, look, that's... Well, you've you've covered, like, the whole the romance scams, the fishing. I think they come under that get-rich-quick scheme. Yeah. I would actually probably thematically put it more at that whole get-rich-quick scheme. But why do get-rich-quick schemes actually work? And for me, I think the underlying factor is all about um, that play on making... Uh, individuals feel that you know you will be independent you will become independent so if everyone is striving out there to become more financially independent right that's the reason why these schemes flourish true yeah because then it's bait right this is another form of spearfishing if we can say right you're really starting to target in but it kind of applies to a mass audience so if you can sort of say like whether it be through airdropping if you're abusing that system or if you're doing the romance scams or if you're doing a get rich quick you're putting an investment vehicle you can put any of these categories but thematically they always come down to the fact that hey you will become more individually um, financially independent from this yep. if you invest in this coin. And look, there's a new coin. It's just before it starts getting traction. I think you should jump in right now and you'll you'll maximize your profits. So, you know, it's it's still unsolicited yeah, in, but, in some way. Yeah, and I think way, given the living costs are rising, I think we're going to see more of these scams. So it's kind of like the whole, hey, here's another side hustle for you. Here's side hustle, way here's a way to make money. money. Here's yeah. a way to... And again, when they say, if it sounds too, too, good, too good to, to be, be true, true. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, but I think you're on you're on the yeah. money there. But, yeah, uh, I think it's, it's, it's quite an interesting one because what about sometimes when investments can be legitimate, you don't want to miss the boat either, right? It's that fear of missing out. So you've kind of got to be in it as well to make the game because if it becomes mainstream and if the media starts covering it, like think away, think the way Bitcoin, like now that it's all mainstream, now trying and getting those huge, huge gains, it's going to be a lot more difficult. It it will be. And I think, I think that's a matter of risk versus return kind of thing you've got to really what's your risk appetite kind of but, but when, when you're being played or you're being tapped in from an emotional perspective through yeah. a relationship or your financial independence yeah. they're really playing on that emotional side i'm kind of wondering what how, how do people protect themselves how do yeah. you actually go about it yeah. so let's actually try and go so what how do you how do you stay safe, yeah. safe from this uh, look, I think the one thing that comes to mind is um, checking kickbacks. Um, so if anyone prompts you to go or promotes an investment opportunity to you, go, hey, hey, sis, look, um, I've, I'm investing in this, you know, look, um, you should invest in it too. Um, the moment someone actually presents that investment opportunity or a product, um, it's highly likely that they're going to be earning something from your purchase, right? So regardless of whether it is legitimate or not, why would you promote it in the first place? True. Yeah. You're either getting paid by a company, a salary, because you're the marketing and you're, or you're actually an affiliate marketer, or you're in some sort of, you're getting some sort of incentive to go and put your name and brand to it. Right. So that's normal. That's how the marketing world works. But if someone is getting not disclosing that, right? So if you know, well, hang on, that's not an employee of that company. This is an investment scheme. Yeah. Um, what do you get? What, what's in it for you? If I buy into this, you're invested into this. So the price of the asset will rise because I buy into it, right? The more demand that goods, I guess it comes down to simple economics. The more demand there is, right? Yeah. With the same amount of supply, then the price is going to rise. So it is in people's interest to get people to buy in. 
Okay, so it's the old saying around with him, what's in it for me? Yes. And understanding that. So actually asking the person. Yeah. I think that's that's fair enough. I was kind of thinking, and again, I'm going to draw a reference to a Bollywood movie here, Bunty and Bubbly, where they do so many scams oh, yeah. and so many cons. Um, and the I one like thing, the one where they end up selling the Taj Mahal. Oh my God, that's, <laughs> that's so hilarious. hilarious. But one thing you notice, they play on emotions, but... In it, I guess it comes down to how do we as human beings, how do we pause? How do we have that mindset of let's not be pressurized? Like whenever there's this whole, oh, do it now. Or just if someone says, oh, I'm from the government department and like, why do we believe them straight away? I think that inherent trust and not pausing and almost almost having a hacker mindset yeah. um, around, well, no, I'm going to challenge and question everything. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. It's interesting you mentioned that one. It reminded me of one, the, they did like a really old psychological um, test and they actually had someone um, in, stand in uniform in the middle of um, uh, London and he was actually going ahead and telling everyone that was walking past and he was like, oh, hang on, can you carry your um, shopping bag in your left hand rather than your right hand? And, really? Yeah, and people would do it. Or, oh, uh, excuse me, sir, excuse me, ma'am, can you can you not walk here? Can you make sure you go around this tile? And everyone would do it, right? And then the same guy, he took off the uniform and st- and he was wearing just you know your general clothes, and he said the exact same things, and no one would listen to him. And they were trying to show this whole thing about you know authority, uh, yeah, the authority figure. Trust. Like, we just automatically just go, okay, look, they're wearing a uniform. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so I think so. I think that, like that would be my checkered uh, a uniform or anything like that. It's the same thing. If someone called or if someone purported to be from, hey, look, I am, I am this investment banker, or I've got this investment opportunity. Um, Whether it's a relationship, government, yeah, in exactly. someone, any authority, I think. So my advice would definitely be pause question has got to be final tip to round out our top three yeah look i think um when it comes to cryptocurrency let's actually think about the underlying asset itself i mean what is the purpose of the cryptocurrency okay Okay, what do you mean so a lot of these things like a lot of cryptocurrencies if they um if a cryptocurrency goes off um the blockchain ledger the blockchain technology right What's the purpose of actually introducing that cryptocurrency? Like, what's it there? Like, you know, um, and I guess not going too technical, but obviously we know like Bitcoin works off proof of work, Ethereum's you've got um, proof of stake. What's the basis of actually introducing that cryptocurrency? What what need is it actually solving? Right. So you would actually use blockchain technology if you've got a certain use case. Right. right. If you then start checking, like, is there a need for that solution? Is there a need for that? Is there a use case for that? Okay, that there is a use case, you know, you want to maybe um, having a black a blockchain um, technology to be recording. Um, you might use it as an asset register or for artworks or making sure that, you know, you can actually do a chain to show how the custody has changed or how the ownership has changed over the lifetime of this statue or this piece of artwork. Okay, that's a legitimate use case. So you might actually have, okay, that blockchain technology being employed. But if there's no need for the solution, is there a need for the currency? Is there a need that's for that cryptocurrency point. as well? Um, and look, it's, it's a gray area. There, It might be yes, it might be no, it might be maybe. But you've really got to look at what exactly is your upside pot- potential from an ICO? Or is it likely a short-term fashion? 
And so, yeah, you're kind of calculating your earnings source from, from that investment. Okay, no, that's a really good tip. So I think we've got three big tips here, um, really checking the kickbacks, having that pause mindset, and really understanding the basics of crypto. And with that, that's a wrap for today. Until we talk again, stay safe. And secure.